1: What's going on, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Expected Bets. For on today's episode, we'll be previewing the 12 game slate for Thursday, February 15th. Before we get into a few news and notes, let's bring in the rest of the crew. Betsky, how we doing? Oh, we're doing good over here. Nice and sunny, beautiful out. Getting over a cough
2: though, or like a flu. It was super rainy last week, but can't complain
1: no no it's like it's like that weird flu season too and i mean coughing in public now is just terrifying yeah yeah it's it's one of the worst things you can do really spitting on a stranger you're (laughs) you're not
0: allowed to at all you get all the looks (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Franco, how are we doing in philly
0: Hey, man, I feel you I've had a cough since like December, so um, <laughs> yeah. um, this, this sucks, but uh i'm I'm good man. Flyers are hot right now. I went to the game uh this weekend with my kid's yeah. first hockey game. It was awesome. He had the time cool. of his life um, we got to go rep kind of like rep to the bench where Coots was getting interviewed at the end of the game and we are yelling coots, so uh, that's was pretty awesome. cool. It was pretty cool, man, yeah, so he's he's in the hockey now, so that's awesome. Score one yeah. for the good guys.
1: You got to get him uh, (laughs) skating soon. Hell yeah. Start that whole path. Yeah. Um, All right, here. Let's get into a few news and notes around the NHL. So Bedard, I think, is kind of the big news here. He's close to return from that injury here. Um, Interestingly enough, so he leads all rookies with 33 points, but another guy who's kind of snuck up on that list is uh, Brock Faber here. Um, Obviously, tonight, Wednesday, Minnesota takes on uh, Arizona, I believe. Yep. 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 Um, I think pretty much 90% of the NHL gambling community is on favor point. So we'll see how that goes. Um, But thanks, yeah, yeah. (laughs) nothing
0: bad will happen here. (laughs) Uh, I just hope he hits. Yeah, Yeah, me too. too. He's, he's Uh, been awesome, man. He's been awesome. I mean, you can't deny it. And defensemen to score obviously are going to be, at a lower rate than, you know, a center on on a top line on a bad team like Bedard is. So, um, you know, obviously when Bedard comes back, he's probably going to surpass him. But will, will his – will Faber's, you know, defensive abilities and if, if Minnesota makes the playoffs, will that be enough to kind of get him that calder? I don't, I don't know. I hope so. We'll see.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, Faber's still plus uh, – or three to one right now. Uh, to win the Calder. So we'll see Bedard still minus 200. So in terms of the odds change, I know, Franca, you got a uh, favorite, what? Seven to one. Yeah.
0: Yep. Seven to one earlier. Um, I think it was like when we got that podcast, the one day we were talking about, it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sprinkle this guy. So I'm happy to have it in pocket, but it doesn't just feel like it's just inevitable. That's going to be Bedard. it's like, yeah, just, it was decided yeah. when he was drafted, essentially, unfortunately, but we'll see.
2: Yeah. It, it, it kind of sucks. And part of me is like, am I just betting these things just to bet it because uh, go against, you you like yeah. want to go against
1: it? You know, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in other news, here Morgan Riley suspended five games for that hit. Uh, against Ottawa the other night, and obviously NHL Twitter kind of uh, had varying opinions of it. Some were for it, some were against it, so I'm curious to uh, see what takes you guys going to have about it.
2: I really wonder if this was the playoffs, what would have happened? yeah. That's always kind of my first thought here. Sorry, I'm trying to block the sun (laughs) in a minute. (laughs) Um, But what a stupid move by by Riley, regardless. I mean, check him into the boards, run at him a little bit, show that you're pissed, but what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, cross-check to the face isn't really... I mean, just for a slap shot on an empty net, and I get it, the whole thing of yeah. kind of the old-time hockey and everything. But at the same point, you're like, what the fuck are you doing here?
0: Yeah, like, you know you're going to get suspended for cross-checking yeah. in the face. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody arguing against him getting suspended is an idiot. Like, Come on, man. You can't you can't do that. Mm-hmm. If, if he would have just checked him or... You know, whatever, put, put his hand in his face, put, you know, give him a couple shoves and stuff like that. That's yep. something.
1: But just put yeah. him into the boards and, like, yeah, yeah. They try to force him into dropping him or something like that. But just a yeah. complete cheap shot, kind of just straight cross check to the face there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's one of the more interesting situations I think we've had over the past few years in the NHL because you really haven't seen that um, happen. It, think, it
0: just feels like a divide between like yeah, the the new hockey, cool Twitter school and old hockey,
1: right? Like, yeah,
0: and and I guess I, I get it to that extent. And everybody's you know the, the argument's like, oh well, you then you've never played hockey if you if you think that that's okay. It's like, dude, like you skated back at half speed, Riley. Like, and this is a rivalry between these yeah. two. Whether whether you want to admit it or not, it doesn't matter how crappy Ottawa's been this year. These two teams hate each other, so why not f- feed the fuel, you know, and just slap shot into an empty net that's i think that's
1: funny as hell to be honest with you it is that's what it comes down to yeah yeah no i agree there um and other news coming up here is the nhl trade deadline approaching a lot of names suspected to be on the move here curious to see kind of who goes who stays um any kind of uh, predictions here as we get to the trade deadline. I know Saros seems like he's been on the hot seat for the past two or three Gibson rumored to go as well in terms of net minding. But any other big names you guys are kind of looking at to uh be able to move here. Wasn't
2: Markstrom in the rumors for
1: yeah, he, and he got Mark, asked to wave his trade clause. And
0: uh and Hannifin too. Uh, what, yeah. We're supposed to both go to Jersey is what the rumor was. Wow. That would be pretty that'd be a pretty good get for them, I feel like they they've needed defensive help so i w- i would like that for them mhm you just wonder what yeah. the cost is going to be with like the i feel like the prices for these trades have been insane so far to start so is the market just going to be ridiculous or is it going to kind of cool off because of it
2: i feel honestly the i feel like it's going to be another pretty slow trade deadline and we probably saw the biggest trades already that's yeah Just kind of my feeling here. Um, I do think last year was really closed off because of how good the draft was. And this year doesn't have kind of that same depth. So I don't think somebody sitting around 15th will be thinking they can get a player that they have rated in the top 10. Um, So I could see more first being thrown around a little bit, but there's just not as many names. And then the UFA class doesn't look right either. No. I No. And I, I, don't think, I don't think there's still uncertainty of how much the cap's going up by. So I think a lot of people are, I don't know, going to hold. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting yeah. one. There, there's such a goalie shortage in the league, though.
1: It's... We've that, kind of talked I, about this for the past two to three years, it feels like. of It just mm-hmm. keeps getting worse and worse in terms of the top goalies separating themselves from everyone else. And there used yeah. to be more quality ones, I feel.
2: And and I feel like that is a market that you would see a lot during the trade deadline. And you just don't see now because, I mean, you almost need two good, good goalies now. You can't afford to have one pretty good one. Yeah. And there aren't many one pretty good ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean look look at the Kings scenario right now. They would probably kill for a goalie. Uh, I mean who are they who are they gonna get, you know?
1: Yep. Even the devils too. Yep. yep.
0: Devils need one. I mean, yeah, we we've harped on this a bunch. It's just mm-hmm. there's not enough good goalies. They're just it's yep. it's, it's it's weird. It's yeah. kind of becoming that way with
2: defensemen in a little bit, uh, in, in a strange way too. There's not, yeah. there's a lot of quality defensemen. There's not many available quality defensemen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say. I mean, the same. Yeah, the, the top like, one tier, like the top tier, is people, completely. Like, there's people. almost no tier. To, like, there's the giant separation between those top tier defensemen and kind of you say yeah, your tier two or else. tier three.
0: Everybody, everybody else. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really.
0: Yeah, the difference between like a second pair defenseman and a third pair of defenseman and, and like the seventh guy that's like sitting in the press box night to night is minimal, it feels like. Whereas the gap between ones and twos is just insane. But
2: yeah, well, to an extent, I feel like the second and third pairing guys aren't that far off. I think it's that's pulling up from the HL, your seventh D man is where the big jump begins on the other side of it. It's like the yeah. top guys, then kind of bottom Two and, and second pair, yeah. and then way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and that's why I think, I mean, people are talking that Chris Tanev could pull a first. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: like. That's insane.
2: And it's just because there's not that many minute munchers that you can trust out there that you can actually acquire. That don't yeah. cost you too much.
0: I mean, that's what happened with Edmonton. That's what happened with the Kings, too, last year in the playoffs. You saw, like, those, the third-pair defensemen getting no time. They were just like, yep. you know what? Forget these guys. I, I think Edmonton is starting, like, De- DeHarnay. They're like, no, nah, we're not playing this guy at all. He played, like, yep. two minutes in, in the one game. Dersey, I remember specifically because I was betting his blocks. The one game he had, like, four minutes or something ridiculous for the Kings in the playoffs last year. They They were just like... I've seen enough. This guy's too much of a liability on the, on the back end. We're just not rolling with him at all.
2: Yep. I felt like Forsling kind of got way less ice time. Yep. I feel like Hamilton wasn't shooting. I think he still had the same ice time but they're just playing him in a different role.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it changes so much, man, when when yeah. playoffs start. It's it's a whole different thing. It's crazy.
1: Um, in other news here, stadium series this weekend, which has been promoted just too much here, uh, the NHL marketing department wins again. Uh, we have two games taking place, New Jersey, Philly, and uh, the Rangers-Islanders. Obviously, I think pretty decent matchups in terms of trying to provide some quality content on kind of the main television during those prime hours. But, I mean, we were talking about before the show. Have you... Like, where is this promotion, really?
2: <laughs> no idea.
1: Maybe. No. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, maybe in the Philly, Philly, Jersey, New York area. but Yeah, maybe. it's at MetLife.
0: But, like, I to haven't be, really to seen To be honest, I, yeah. I, knew, I knew it was coming up, but I didn't know when it was until you just told me it before the show. You're like, oh, you ready for the, the stadium series this weekend? I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't know it was this weekend. And I'm in the area, so that's crazy. I mean.
1: Like the I'm heritage sure. classics, the stadium series, like they need to cut down on them. I feel like just yeah. do one a year. Yeah, they're just one right a year. There. Market the shit out of it, like actually promote it, and then go from there. Right after what is it? New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's yeah. Day, like prime time. Everyone's off. Like one o'clock start. Done. That's your yeah. lone outdoor game of the year. So. We'll see what's going on there. And obviously, um, last piece of news here, Phil Kessel eyeing a return uh, to the NHL, working out with the uh, Vancouver AHL team, maybe a reunion with Tockett here. This man just refuses to uh, to give up the uh, his NHL career. If he keeps
2: on doing this, he may have more rings than Brady. This, if he were to win with Vancouver, it would be his fourth.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is just so fucking funny. Like when I saw that the other day and I was like, no, like who wrote this? And then it's all over at HL.com and you're like, all right, I guess this is actually a thing here. Yep. So.
0: Well, well, at least he's in shape. He's in Phil Kessel
1: shape, I'm sure, still. So he's right. Shape now. in quotation marks because there is, <laughs> you can describe his shape in several words and none of them's uh, particularly uh, fit, but I mean, he seems he's thrived, so. I uh, can't you're really for, harp on him too minute. much here. Yeah, yep. no, I agree. All right, with all that, let's get into the games for tomorrow. The first one up, we have the Florida Panthers taking on the Buffalo Sabers in Buffalo tomorrow. Florida's playing tonight versus Pittsburgh, so they're going to be on a back to back. They've been red hot as of late, six one in their last seven games. And Buffalo coming off that surprising win um, last night against the Kings, oh seven God. to nothing. I don't think anyone really saw that. I tweeted out this team makes absolutely no fucking sense in terms of betting on them completely kind of stay away in terms of sides for this team. They, so they have, they play, they play the Kings. They'll play Florida uh, tomorrow. Then they'll play Minnesota. And then they have a three game stretch of Montreal, Columbus and Anaheim. And I said, the biggest Sabres move would be to beat the Panthers, beat the Kings, beat the Wild, and then lose three straight to Montreal, Columbus, and Anaheim. Yep. So uh, if that happens, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Anytime this team is a favorite, I, I wouldn't touch them. Yeah. Fade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, I think some newsworthy stuff here in this game is Rodriguez, Montour, and Reinhardt ex sabers here returning to this game. Uh, the Their point parlay tonight was plus 390 uh, Fives? Three ninety five, yeah. So I'm curious to see what that price is tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be a little bit lower. But um yeah, that's that could be a look for sure. But I'll start with you here, Franco. Any he looks in uh Florida Buffalo.
0: I don't know, man. Um the Saber's come off a shutout, so you know maybe we'll get some better. UPL prices, right? <laughs> hey, what a
1: transition of UPL from last year when free uh, it is the most insane thing of Levi's now lost. Like it we just can't get Two goaltenders to be on the same page at all.
0: So Goalies I mean, do we do we buy do we buy UPL being good now, or is that just like no. a flash? Well, Shutouts the season. It's fake. I mean, he's been good recently, though, right? Like besides yeah, you know, at the start of the yeah. year, he struggled a little bit. It's it's well, kind of crazy. I mean, they, they waited all year to to you know try to acquire a goalie. We knew going into the season that it was going to be a little bit dicey rolling with Levi as your starter and Comrie and you know whatever, but. I don't know. I mean, do, I feel like they maybe they found something right now. I guess we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. Obviously, we'll check in on Valentine's Day next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, see yeah, how you we, feel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, playoff hopes to start the year, and then Valentine's Day they're uh, they're all all but gone. So yeah. it seems like the saver cycles for the last eleven years here. Um, one saver that I do like tomorrow is JJ Paterka over two and a half here. So he's averaged four and a half. Shots on goal in his last five, six attempts during that span here. Florida's also 12th first right wingers. Um, so that's probably going to be my only kind of look on the saber side here. Greenway was obviously good, but he hasn't put really two performances back to back this entire season and the team really hasn't either. So that's all I really have on terms of Sabres side for Hagee. Obviously on Florida's side has been red hot uh, in terms of over three and a half shots on goal, hitting four or five. So he's pretty hot. And then Rodriguez point 5 of 8 versus Buffalo and Montour 4 of 6 versus Buffalo. Wow, yeah. Those are your uh, those are the guys that I have. I don't know if you guys had any other looks in this one.
0: Yes. So I'm, I'm looking at, at the shots for those guys. Um, I do okay. I do like the points as well, but um, Rodriguez, especially, I know is crazy for shots against them. He averages three three 3.8 shots um, per game against them. Which is pretty damn nice. Um, yeah. Point point wise is a little bit less, I guess you would say. I, I know he's been better recently. Um, I'll probably do that. That point parlay that sounds awesome. And Montour shots, I'm very intrigued by. He's he's been picking up recently. I know going into this year, we were excited for him to come back from the injury, and it seemed like he kind of just isn't the same this year as he as he was. But I think it's he's kind of rounding into form now and. We'll see. I'm I'm kind of hoping he misses tonight and we get a better number on him tomorrow. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I know he's 130 tonight, so yeah. we'll see where where he's at. But if he's minus 130 or better tomorrow for for two shots or two and a half shots, I'll, I'll definitely hit him. I guess, I guess you gotta take Reinhardt goal, right? That's yeah. pretty much an auto at this point. Yeah. And I, to be honest with you, I'm surprised Florida's only minus 148. I know it's a back to back, but do we really trust the Sabres to string two wins together? I don't. So I, I don't even mind that or like, a, or Florida and reg.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with, uh, with that pretty much. I, I like both those. I mean, the, the tough thing about the Sabres is the consistency all season is they've just not shown it. So then you're getting Florida at a decent price, especially if they lose tonight against uh Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. That'd
0: be uh, yeah I would love it. If uh, they if they put in a dud tonight, like they lose yeah, four yeah. to two, five to two or something. That'd be great. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah. One thirty five on uh DraftKings too for Florida right now. So I don't know if you want to sprinkle on that before that game starts uh in half an hour here. So that's all I have here. Uh moving along we have Anaheim traveling to Ottawa. Ottawa minus 192 on the money line, over under six and a half here. Anaheim four and six in their last 10, struggled since the All Star break going 0 and 2. Ottawa seven and three in their last 10, look to be turning things around, and they've gotten out to a pretty good start after the All Star break, winning their first two games from there. A uh, few looks in this one for me, but I'll start it with you here, Betzky. Any he plays in Anaheim, uh, Ottawa?
2: Yeah, it's been fun being able to watch Ottawa finally kind of click. And, yeah. man, you're just kind of like, we could have had this team all season because this is what you really thought we were going to see. Um I hope I hope they keep on climbing up the standings and go into next season with a little bit more confidence because uh, they're a fun team. But, I mean, Brady's coming off a of hattie. I don't think he's going to take the foot off the pedal right now. So, uh I'll probably go right back to his shots. I don't even know if you're only going to get value at it because they'll either be 3.5 and two juiced or 4.5, which gets a little bit sketchy. But uh, he's been looking awesome. The uh, The one thing that's tricky with Ottawa is the lines have been shuffling. So definitely take a look after a big win like yes. that. I don't, and, and with the way everybody produced, I I think you may be able to get some good value. A guy who did not get a point last night on five Ottawa goals who was playing on the top line and was minus 40 yesterday is uh, Drake Batherson. though. So you may get his point prop at a playable rate. It is the Ducks, so that may get a little inflated, but that will be a guy I check in on right away. And then uh Has not been super consistent, but you get it at a great price. Um, or his point, even. Um, I think it was minus one ten yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna keep writing that he's been a top producing defenseman in the entire league in the past. Has been really in and out of the lineup this year, and you're gonna get really good prices because of it. Uh, he's kind of one of those guys. Don't look at the chart and just trust the the matchup and and the player here. But
1: yeah, I'm curious oh, to see and- what history has against Anaheim as well.
2: Pinto's been fantastic too. Both yes,
1: shots that and was, yep. that's that's my my mm-hmm. guy tomorrow for sure. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, going to be on him
0: again. Yeah, he's he's been great, man. I mean, it seems like <laughs> seems like he's kind of coming into to a nice nice zone with him right now, and yeah, that line's been better. Obviously, Greg had his fun thing the other day, but. Um, I I think I saw that that Pinto is at like zero shots midway or towards the end of the second period. I was like, oh, here we go. Of course, the night I bet him he's not going to hit. And then all of a sudden I check later and he has four. I'm like, oh, nice. (laughs) So got the point, got the the, over two and a half uh, shots. So if we're getting him around even money again on both of those props, I like them both. So that for sure. One weird one. I don't know why this is. Uh, Jacob Chicharun six goals in nine games against Anaheim. I don't know why that is. Weird. I mean, Arizona, not so the Arizona. Scene. Yeah, as I said. Well,
2: but wait we yeah. we've been in the
0: Central for a couple of years now. Yeah, but why why that team of like you don't see that type of number for defenseman? No. if he was a forward, right. I would say yeah, sure. He, you know, wait, but. he did the have thing a hat trick in one of those games. Yeah, hat trick. Okay, so These, it's
2: really it's really hitting into.
0: Two yeah of six yeah games, he's probably but- yeah yeah exactly he's probably probably not consistent but still i mean that's pretty impressive nine points are overall
1: nine so i mean yeah
0: being his point problem that's probably close to
1: even money i would assume yeah the one thing you have to account for too in terms of history here anaheim and ottawa haven't played since 2002 oh wow
2: 2002
1: yes wait that can't be right
2: that doesn't you mean 2022
1: 2022. Sorry, yes, oh, okay. 2022. Yes, no, 2022. My excuse me, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I saw that. I was going through the game and I saw that and I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of interesting here, but it makes that sense, is. I guess, a little bit. But um, yeah, even a Tarasenko point on that. Um, so on daily faceoff, they have him on the third line here with. Uh, Pinto and Greg, but if you look at the minutes from the last game, they were playing second line minutes. They had, um, so only pretty much a, two minutes behind that top line as well. Um, so I don't wow. mind Tarasenko, uh, Pinto again for that point there, that little parlay as well. So yeah, if you're Tarasenko trying to match and, up lines,
2: uh, tanks and trade deadline rumors too. So a lot of people think he's kind of like trying to showcase even Shabbat himself, too.
1: Trade deadline rumors,
2: yeah, they're, they they got to hold. I mean.
0: Yeah, I think they so acquired all these players. Why the hell but... would you, yeah, Teresenko I feel like you could get rid of. But all these other guys, why, the, why would you sell them now? This, the team's still young around yep.
2: them.
0: Yep, and they're kind of a goaltender away,
2: like Buffalo and so many other teams.
1: <laughs> Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo's got more issues than, uh, than just a goaltender, <laughs> it seems like. That whole defensive core is a mess. Um, the other thing, too, obviously, Giroux. Over two and a half, he's seven of eight at home and seven of his last ten overall. And then you could throw him on for the point there as well. Uh, But yeah, that's kind of the only looks I have in this one. Any other looks for you guys?
2: I think my only concern is um, how the Ducks come out because they were pitiful against Montreal. I think they had like 16 shots. So this may be a game where they really push back. Um, So you may want to just see if there's any... Weird history there, or uh, somebody like, uh, McTavish or somebody who you can get some good value on. And, um, Henrique Point's been pretty well placed for, for the amount he's hitting another trade deadline guy. So I, I would go shopping on the duck side a little bit. Uh, once I kind of get comfortable with the charts and seeing how they've been trending and whatnot, but I, I don't know if they're just going to roll over and die again because. That was an awful performance, even for
0: a rebuilding that's, team. That's yeah. kind of how I'm feeling about them. I I mean, none of them really pop on the historics that I'm seeing. Um, and that kind of just has me worried that this is going to be another brutal be. beatdown that they're going to have. I can see like a 5-2, 4-1 type of game and just where you don't want to be any part on the Ducks' side.
1: Yep. You know, I'm trying to look last time. Oh, so the Ducks were shut out early January and they responded <laughs> with the Five Uh-oh. to three loss to San Jose. So, <laughs>
0: oh, nice. I, I don't know I mean, necessarily. That's bounce back's
1: back. the right <laughs> word we're going to use here, but uh, yeah,
0: I don't know, man. These teams that are just bad right now. I feel like you don't you don't want yeah. to be trying to yeah, cute and, and play them. This is the part of the season where like the bad teams are just going to be bad. I mean, look at Chicago yeah. last night. Yeah, were in finally... a spot and they stole like nothing. So
1: yeah. All right, moving along here. Next game up, we have Colorado traveling to Tampa Bay. A little bit better matchup in this one. Tampa Bay minus 118 on the money line over under at 6.5. Juice way to the over here, minus 135. We think we're going to see a 7 in this game. We haven't really seen too many uh, totals of 7 as of late, it seems like, in the NHL. You know, earlier this season we had a bunch, but uh, I was trying to remember, as of late, I don't think we've really seen a few. Uh, In terms of... The current status of these teams, Tampa Bay has been on a hot streak here, seven and three in their last 10. Colorado has gotten off to a terrible start since this all-star break one and four. I know they lost their first one and then they played the devils in that second matchup figured they'd rebound and they kind of laid another mm-hmm. dud in that one tied it up, but couldn't close the deal here. Uh, a few Tampa Bay player props uh, pop for me here, but I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Franco, I'll start with you in this one.
0: Yeah, I feel like, um, same idea here i mean this isn't a bad team Colorado but right now they're not playing well and i'm not looking to step in front of Tampa i know they're kind of in that hairy spot of returning from a home trip or road trip and coming home and usually that's a fade spot but i feel like Colorado just doesn't have that chemistry or, or whatever's going on right now is it's just not working they're they're kind of getting in their own way um productivity's down a little bit as far as scoring and stuff they, they did have that win the other night but I mean, they, they just don't look that good right now, I guess you'd say. that Maybe that game was the, the spark and they come back, but Tampa at home is just a different beast, right? So I, I would I would want to be on Tampa's side here as far as props and stuff like that go. Um, that Hagel-Sorelli line is what's popping for me. Um, five points for Hagel and seven against them, five and five for Sorelli. So that's probably where I'd look. You're going to get good value there as well as far as pricing. So that's pr- probably where I'm at. I don't mind uh Kucherov shots as well. He's averages almost five a game against them. I know he's gonna be a higher price guy. So maybe you just go right to four and a half and just start start there with them. And that might be pretty good value.
1: Yeah. No, I uh I like that look for sure. And it's interesting. So Colorado's on their sixth game. This will be their sixth game of a seven game road trip to start the uh All Star. Break. So that's kind of a brutal spot to be in in general, they'll play one more game against Detroit, but, uh, Betsy, any looks for you in this one?
2: Yeah. Uh, point is much better at home with his shots. Um, yeah. so that's probably where I'm going to lean, even if it's a little juicy, um, maybe at least use it for a parlay piece. Cause Colorado has been starting to really kind of allow a lot more shots, uh, on this road trip, especially, um, Yeah. Colorado just do not look right either. So McKinnon, I I played his two points and in his shots uh, last game against the Capitals, uh, both came through, but this is kind of, this feels like when they went into Florida, uh, this weekend and McDavid got completely shut out. Um, it's it's tough watching this team with some of the most superior talent in the NHL not be able to do their thing right now. It's it's kind of disappointing to watch, and it's partially because they're cap issues and injuries and and what the lack of flexibility with the roster. But I mean, really, your choices are McCarr, Rantanen, or McKinnon.
1: Lekkinen <laughs> finally scored. Um, yeah. But ever since uh, Georgie, I've won that a uh, hundred thousand dollars in that NHL shootout competition. He's <laughs> uh, it's gone to his head, it appears. He's hair. been a different guy after that, uh, <laughs> that break in his last. Yeah. I mean, it, Colorado looks like a completely different team here and especially defensively kind of started with their goaltending. I mean, what, three, four, five and five goals against as of late, which is insane too. And it was a good, nice rebound win against Washington the other night, but I don't know if that momentum is going to carry over to Tampa Bay here, who looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, I know they've had their struggles this season, but yeah, it's tough to, tough to fade Tampa Bay in I, this spot. I, I'm cur-
2: curious to see how much the lines move on this one, and what is the reg win for Tampa?
0: Tampa money line is minus 118. Yeah, so. So oh, beautiful. Reg, okay.
1: Tampa Bay and reg is plus 115. Uh, I mean, I would
2: borderline jump on that money line right now that Regwin's really tempting too I mean wh- are they going to start Gorgiev again?
0: I would think so i I don't they don't they have, have another choice in it. <laughs> in it. they're not they're not gonna play him too much. I wouldn't think the the only hesitation I have is like i said that that's technically that bad spot for Tampa right long road trip coming home. Yeah. Usually you want to fade that team, but I mean it's not like Colorado's been good. So that'll yeah. be my only hesitation, but the price is right. It's Tampa and Tampa at home is just a whole different beast, man. They're so
1: good. Yeah, so. that line has moved uh eight cents since the opening here on uh DraftKings looking at it. So clearly heading in Tampa Bay's direction. So minus one hundred eighteen probably not a bad price to get it at. A few other books opened up around minus one hundred twenty. So and then going back to your uh your point shots on goal here, he's heading two of his last three versus Colorado. So I'd like that as well. I had that place. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I
2: wanted to kind of look at a little bit more of the finer details and print of it. Another guy that's been really good for Tampa at home is Isema. Um, So I think his lines usually 1.5. So, again, more of a parlay piece. But, no, it's yeah. like sergachev Tampa is kind of scary too. But, yeah, they still got He's it. such they a huge
0: of... loss, man. That yeah. sucks. feel bad for that guy.
2: But I still look at their blue line. and I think I trust them more than Colorado's right now. Headman, yeah. Cernak, Prebix has been good for them. Rash is all right. Stapled the Headman. Yeah, maybe Colorado's is a little bit stronger. But the goaltending's
1: night and day. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at uh, Paul as well on that line with Hegel and Sorelli, trying to see if anything popped for him. And I don't think his history is great against Colorado. So I, yeah. I do like the. Uh, the Hegel and Sorelli points on that as well. I mean, Hegel's been great at home, seven of his last ten. So, I think it's the prime spot to fade Colorado. Next game up here, we have the Flyers at the Leafs. Here, Flyers look damn good following yeah. uh, this All Star break. Here, four game win streak. Toronto six and four in their last ten. Here, these teams did play last month, where Toronto won six to two. I don't have a ton of looks in this one in terms of player props uh the only guy i really would kind of look at here is Tavares' shots but philly's been so good uh in terms of limiting scoring chances and shooting ability so i don't really don't love the play but that's kind of the only guy that popped for me on the toronto side but i'm curious to hear what uh your plays are in this one betsy do you have uh, any uh
2: well with the tavares angle two, him and Marner were out last game with illness. And if it was anything like what's been going around man, you may want to kind of hold off a little bit more too.
1: Vegas Um, had the same thing too. Vegas had a bunch
2: of uh, the illness as well. Um, yeah, they've they've been getting down with the sickness. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if, if Tavares is out though, Domi really stepped up with his shots. Um, Last game. So that would be a piece I'd probably be looking at as far as the uh, Toronto side. Um, I do like Tippett a lot. I do love Connect Me. I like them a little bit better at home. Uh, this is going to be one I'll probably have to dig around a little bit more in, but um, Toronto uh, managed to handle uh, kind of a hot St. Louis without Riley and, and the Marner Tavares. Uh, St. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be the same here. I kind of like Philly.
1: Philly like it. maybe. Yeah. Uh, Franco, any looks for your flyers here? I know we talked about one of these guys um, last game. Of course, he hit and didn't play it. So, any uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie looks in this one? Yeah, I'm probably
0: connect me point if it's bettable and I, I know typically it's not but I'm thinking maybe given the matchup and being in a road game we might get like minus 140 on it. We'll see if if not I don't mind his assist. He has six assists in six games versus them. Um four in his last three as well. So he's been kind of addition which is kind of, you know, a little outside of his realm of what we're used to seeing from him being more of the goal scorer but I've, I've kind of been on, on record saying like generally I don't really want to be betting flyers point props and stuff like that because they're getting scoring from kind of everybody. It's, mm-hmm. so it's not, it's not like a consistent thing where you can feel very confident about, um, a certain player getting points. Um, Morgan Frost has been great. I, um, recently I feel like he's kind of, he was in the doghouse to start the year for them and, it was one of those things where Torts was given the typical Torts tough love and all that fun stuff. So um, I think he's starting to kind of get into gear a little bit. He's starting to show flashes of that, you know, first rounder that he was drafted as. And I've seen a couple of times in the last few games where he's made some nice moves to gain zone entries and create some chances and stuff like that. So he's, I think he's starting to gain that confidence. So I, I don't mind taking a look at him as well. But, yeah, as far as point props go, it's, it's kind of meh yeah, for me, I, I, on, on the flyer side at least. Sealer blocks is something that I keep looking at, keep not betting, and it keeps hitting. Yeah. And I feel like Toronto is the type of team where you would want to have a, a Flyers' block player uh, target. Um, he's usually two and a half plus money. So I'm, I'm definitely going to look at that. Um, I, I want to see kind of what his recent game log is. I didn't look at that before the show, but it seems like that guy is just constantly taking pucks. Like, he's ridiculous. <laughs> just <eating pucks. laughs> he, he just, yeah, seriously, man, he's, he's an animal. So I, I love the way that guy plays. But I, um, I'm kind of hesitant on the Toronto side with what you said about the players, but, I mean, Tavares' two points looks fantastic, 10 and 5 against them, uh, five goals, huh. five assists. Marner 10 points and six against them, nine of them being assists. So again, you could look two points there. I, I doubt his assist proc is going to be bettable. And even Nylander nine points and six. So, I mean, the stats say that Toronto is going to kill them, but like you said, this, if is, this is a different Philly team, so you have yeah. to kind of take that stuff with a grain of salt. They're, they're not the team. That's just a pushover with a terrible defense and giving up a thousand shots like they were the last few years. So, I don't want to be on the side really, but those would be the the picks I would look. I think Steeler's probably my favorite one. Steeler that connecting assists would probably be
1: yeah. my favorites. Any looks for uh, Morgan Frost in this one? He's been pretty hot in terms of points, and you can yeah, that's a all I, rate.
0: Yeah, I, I like I like how he's playing, I, but again, it's just one of those things where like I just they they just get so much depth scoring. But he, yeah, I mean four points in those last three. And he, he just looks good, man. So I, yeah. I don't mind it. you get, if you get plus money, which you're probably going to against Toronto, yeah. I don't mind it.
1: Yeah. No, I like that as well. We'll get back to the games in a minute, but first I want to talk to you about AG one. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past two years, I've been drinking AG one every day. No exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in the water once a day, every day, And it makes you feel energized, focused, and ready to take on the day. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and much more. It's a powerful healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. I like to drink AG1 first thing in the morning, which is recommended for optimal nutrition absorption. I fill up my shaker with extra cold water, add one scoop of AG1, shake it up, and I'm ready to go. If I'm running short on time and can't mix my AG-1 before heading out, I'll grab a travel pack. It's an individual serving of AG-1 that's easy to mix on the go, helping ensure I get my daily nutrients no matter what. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG-1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG-1. Try AG-1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five Free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com/slash expected bets. That's drinkag1.com/slash expected bets. Check it out. All right, now back to the show. Next game up here, we have Edmonton uh, at St. Louis. Here, Edmonton eight and two in their last ten, two and two since the break. Here, coming off a nice win. St. Louis seven and three in their last ten, two and one since the break, and they are coming off a loss to Toronto here. Um, speaking of block shots, that's funny that you brought that up on the uh, on the last game here. I have a block shots looked here tonight of Darnell Nurse over one and a half here. He's cleared in four of his last five, and in four of his last five on the road as well. So, and pretty bettable price. I think it was around minus one twenty, minus one ten as well. Um, so that was kind of another uh guy that I liked in this one. I have a few other plays, but I'll start with you in this one uh Betsky. Any looks in this matchup?
2: Uh I was all about that top line for St. Louis yesterday against Toronto and it did not come through. Um Toronto or I'm sorry, St. Louis has looked really great lately and uh that that last game worried me a little bit. And again, they they're, they'll be coming home after being in Toronto. Uh I feel like this is kind of a trap and this is going to be an easy Edmonton steamroll, but I also hate Edmonton props on the road. Yes. Yeah. Extremely difficult to catch the right guys. Really, the only guy that I've been trusting lately is Vander Kane, though, yeah. who has been pretty damn consistent lately. So I'd be looking at his shots, but. I don't love this match. I don't have a great read on which direction St. Louis is going right now, or I'd probably feel a little bit more confident going on uh, with like a Rob Thomas assist or, or Cairo shots or points, but Edmonton's just been suppressing everything on top of it. They're like a completely different team on the road. Normally I would say slam McDavid two points, but on the road he's not hitting. So I, honestly, I don't have too many plays that I love here. This is kind of one of those games I may just stay away unless unless we
1: can kind of dig up some gems right here. So you mentioned Evander Kane. That was the guy I liked as well. So he's cleared in four of his last four, five and five on the road. And St. Louis does give up the third most shots in gold to wingers in their last yep. 10 games here. So that's going to be kind of one of my looks here as well. Um, Dreisaitl, point production as well, three of his last five. But again, on the road, that kind of dips a little bit. So... Mm-hmm. Franco, any looks for you in this one? Yeah,
0: actually I actually have a good amount here. Um,
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so yeah. so maybe
0: maybe, uh, you'll maybe find something you like out of the Spetsky. So um, I do like Kane. Um, I, I want his goal, though, man. Um, mm-hmm. If his point is bettable, I, I don't know if that's going to be. I, I assume it's not. Four goals in his last three, and historically five and nine against them, averaging over three shots a game against them, too. So nine total points in those nine games. He's playing with Seidel, who we know is just, you know, we know what he is. So yep. he ever, he has uh, six assists in six games against them as well, so that kind of adds to it. I do like Hyman goal as well, uh, four goals in six games against them. He's kind of been picking it up as well. Uh, two goals in his last three. He's averaging three shots a game as well. And obviously, you know, McDavid had six assists the other day. And- mm-hmm you know, it's McDavid. I mean, come on. That's all I gotta say really there. Insane. On on the uh, on the uh, St. Louis side though, so I am kind of on your side here, Betsky, as far as wanting to kind of take a step back here. Thomas does pop for an assist against yeah. them and I I hammered Thomas yesterday and he did nothing and it's just you know, I I feel like this is one of those prime examples though, right? Where you bet a player, yep. they missed, they're yep. a guy that hits 90% of the time, and he will absolutely, he's going to have two assists tomorrow or something stupid, right? And mm. we're not going to bet him. We're, you know when, when push comes to shove, you're putting that card together tomorrow and you post it, he's not making the cut because he burned you yesterday. Yep. So maybe this is my reminder to not do that, and maybe at least one of us will post it. <laughs> yeah, I, next I f- day I yeah, I, I it, it it is a thing, man, and it's it's it is. hard because it is it's that emotion it of of like screw you, dude, like you burnt me, you yep. know, and it, it just so I I kind of want to do it, I kind of want to go back to him, so I, I'm considering it. Um, Shen Point looks good as well. I keep looking at him and not betting him, and he keeps recording yeah. freaking points, and I, I don't and get it really. Yeah, he's been solid and four and four against the, uh, Edmonton historically, so looks good. And the last one, another block shot prop. So uh, he brought (laughs) brought it back up with Nurse. Um, I'm going to be looking at Pareko. Um, Mm -hmm. Since since Falk's gone out, he's been picking it up. He has had a few misses in games that you wouldn't expect him to, including the one against Toronto. He had none, which I don't really get. But typically against high-shooting teams, high-volume teams, he's getting like four or five blocks, which is pretty awesome, considering you're going to get his two-and-a-half line probably close to even or plus money. So that's where I'm going to be looking as well.
1: You didn't mention his offensive side as well, which also pops. Uh, so his shot line's at one and a half here. He's cleared in seven of his last 10 at home, six yeah. of his last 10 overall, and then six of his last nine versus uh, Edmonton as well. So he's another guy that I kind of, I, oddly enough, I mean, you really wouldn't expect it in terms of uh, offensive production. But yeah, that was kind of one that I liked as well all right next game up here we got Dallas at uh Nashville here Nashville plus 110 home dog in this one uh, over under set at six and a half here Nashville's been terrible defensively as of late allowing four goals in uh but each of their last five here Saros pretty much giving up an average of three and a half over the span as well lot of lot of stars brought. Props uh, pop for me in this one, so I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. I'll start with you here, Franco.
0: Yeah, I'm agreeing with you there. Definitely, I want to be on the star side. It The histories are, like, insane for the top guys. Robertson, Hintz, yeah. Pavelski look incredible against them. Lots of games played, lots of points, good amount of shot props and stuff or shot volume as well, so liking that right off the bat, but... You know where I'm going here. Duchesne Revenge, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me all just, of them. I you know. <laughs> it
1: was,
0: yeah. I mean he's been he's been great regardless. So it's kind of like a twofold thing where you you have like good form coming into it and you have a good um you know motivator, I guess you would say. Uh Daily Face Off the other day had a video released yeah. that I sent you guys where yeah. um he he does an interview with uh, Frank Cervali where he's talking about how he he was completely blindsided by the news that he was being bought out, and it's kind of kind of crazy. He he said that he wanted wanted to retire in Nashville and and mm-hmm. was had like a whole plan to stay there and everything. So you know this guy's gonna be motivated. And <clears throat> again that that line's been great. So um, if I can get his point prop straight, that would be fantastic. I don't think that's realistic expectation though. So probably gonna parlay it with something to get the juice down i don't that really want line. to go like assist or yeah you know i'm saying for you get yeah. your whole
1: line point parlay that that line
0: is yeah great. yeah i, mean, I kind of want to bet them straight like i kind of want to bet marchman straight as a separate though you know what i mean like okay. i yeah, want to
2: do sagan like, sagan do shane and then do marchman straight
0: yeah yeah i might do that or even honestly like robertson has 22 points in 17 games God. against them which is just freaking ridiculous so like yeah. that's what i was kind of considering just to like get it to to bettable um but yeah i mean i i love duchene point um probably gonna go with his shots as well yeah and like i guess i love Marchman the- point yeah all, all up maybe yeah i don't mind probably not that. past 30
2: but he, he keeps on hovering between 1.3 and or 1.5 and 2.5 so
0: yeah and and honestly like it seems like i, I think i said this on the last one with with these revenge ones it's the guy p- returning to the place where he's traded from as opposed to playing at home is is different. So like he's I- in Nashville. There's gonna be that extra motivation to, you know, stick it to them back yep. in his old old barn, so to speak. So um another guy that's been popping is Harley, man. I mean, getting yes. great. They finally gave us his point prop. They finally gave us a shot prop. Um, I'm really interested in both of those, depending on where they're at. And to be honest, like I'm not that interested in the Nashville side. Um Andre's been fantastic. If anything, it'll be UFC point. But I I honestly at the end of the day, I'm I, I don't want to even look at Nashville's side when when it really comes down to it. Just give me all the Dallas props.
1: Speaking of block shots, Ryan McDonough, seven of his last mm. ten overall and seven of his last ten at home here. You figure Dallas comes out hot here in this one, they're gonna be firing a ton. Their shots have been up as of late. So that's kind of the only Nashville prop that I really like here. Um, Yeah, that whole line of City and Duchesne and Marshmint, they each have points in their seven of their last 10 games. Uh, Marshmint, four of his last four on the road. And then even in two shots on goal here. He's hitting four of his last six and six of his last 10 on the road here. So that's what I have. Oh, and Pavelski as well. He's been great uh, at that one and a half line, but that's really kind of a parlay piece at this point. I uh, can't really take that straight, so that's all I have in this game. Any other looks in this one? No, I think we covered almost
2: all of them. I'm on the same boat here of the, the going all in on Dallas Um It's been awesome too, though. Yes. I, I don't want to overstate that. Uh, his his shot attempts have been wild, and if it's easy to for it's easy to forget that um, he was one of the best shot props last season for a very big chunk. So I'm very, very happy that he seems to be coming back to form, and we get a great price on him every night. Um, yeah this this game's gonna be fun. It, it's like Duchesne is like opening up a rivalry between these two teams. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. The other thing too, you mentioned attempts here. Um, the one guy that attempts have popped in the past five is Forsberg. So in his last game, he had six. Oh, yeah. Before that, he had sixteen then yeah. 10, then 5, then 14. So his numbers are starting to go back up here. Um, and, yeah, he's been better at home this year as well. I think he's had in four of his last six at home.
2: Yeah, and Dallas Dallas is top 10 in both shots for and shots against in the last 10 games. So, yeah, and Nashville, I believe, is a top 10 team in shots hmm. again, or shots for too. So, both goalie saves could be something worth monitoring too. Dallas is number two in shots four over the last ten. Um, Nashville is number seven, and then
1: shots against. <clears throat> yeah, you, I mean, you look at Dallas's last ten games here. So last game versus Carolina dipped a little bit, but as we said before, Carolina can kind of adjust their style of play to match their opponent. Yeah. Before that, they have been averaging like 35 to 37 shots forward per game, which is insane. And they've also been giving up close to 30-plus a game as well. Yep. So, nice words. So with that being said, the over, Soros has struggled. Ottenger's been good. Are you kind of looking at maybe a Dallas team total here? I, I think Dallas
2: team total would probably be pretty spicy, right?
0: I mean, Dallas money line is only minus 130, which seems wow. kind of crazy to I mean, do, do either of you think Nashville wins this game?
1: No, no, no. not really. I mean, you look at because I mean Dal- Dallas team total faced, yeah. over a- over three
0: over three and a half is plus one ten. So you get a little more value there, but that's four goals. You know, I feel like Ottinger's been so good, you you just want, you don't even want to worry about that. You just take yeah. the money line. at almost one to thirty. I think this
2: is the team that that's like clearly to me looks the best in in the central. You're uh, maybe you could argue the Jets before this this losing streak, but I think they look better than any other team in the central has looked all season and at, uh, at where Dallas is right now. Yeah, they look very very scary.
0: I agree. Their scoring They're just, depth is great. Their, their yep. blue line is great, and they they have a goalie, which yep. is not yep. A lot of, of yeah. teams can say that right now. No, no.
2: Harley's uh, been really that missing link, too. I think we talked about yeah. how in the playoffs they felt so yeah. one-dimensional, but now they finally have two puck movers, which really has helped.
1: Heisken's time on ice, too, in the playoffs was insane as well. Yeah. I remember just watching that. It was like 25 a night. They just kept rolling them out there. Because they um, like, couldn't roll out Hockenpah at all. No. <laughs> They're no. Like, petrified to have yeah. skate. All right. Last game up on the slate here. We got Detroit traveling to Vancouver. Vancouver minus 180 on the money line. Over under at six and a half here. Detroit uh six and four in the last 10. Vancouver seven and three in the last 10. These teams did play four days ago where Detroit won four to three in overtime. We know where that leans. Vancouver in regulation here is a bounce-back spot. This team's been fantastic, Um, and I think they get the revenge spot here. Not many player props for me here, so I'm curious to hear what your guys' angle is in this matchup here. I'll start with you, Betzky.
2: I I may be looking at Miller or Pedersen or Hughes two points or maybe doing, you know, a Third of a unit on each,
1: and see Patterson if ball, assist. So get it.
2: Yeah, yeah, Pedersen assist. I don't know. He's he he always worries me because he got a hell of a shot, and um, without Kuzmenko around, it seems like there's a little less just pure goal scores on that team right now. But um, not saying that's a bad look at all. I mean, maybe one of each. Um, but I I feel like Detroit may not be able to bounce back from the spanking they received from Edmonton that easily. And I, Lions has been fantastic for them, but it's kind of like the Kings. It's like at some point here, you have to revert back to the mean at at some point, maybe it isn't not until next season, like, like Copley was for a while, but I just don't trust them yet. And, I think we haven't even seen the best of this kind of new Vancouver offense with Lindholm in it yet, and this could be first first game back at
1: home after the trade. This could be a big one. Yeah. Possible new teammate Phil Kessel as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Start taking that. Um, Hironic, over one and a half shots in goal. Mm, Not sure it's going yeah. be bettable tomorrow. He's hitting seven of his last ten, each of his last three at home, so that might be a look that I yep. kind of uh,
2: dive into it, it, tomorrow. Assists too, because I mean mm-hmm. he's former Red Wings, and he he lit them up last game. So,
0: yeah, Franco, any looks for you here? I love the heroic look, man. He's he's yeah. back. The, yeah, I mean yeah. this this was a dude that was hitting his point prop every night for like that one stretch <laughs> early 15, in the season games. Yeah. and the, and then he's just like gone. Like yeah. where the, where the hell did that guy go? I mean I, I looked before that game against Detroit a couple of days ago, I looked at him because I'm like, oh, oh, nice. Heroic revenge. Let's see how he's done recently. Like, I haven't even thought about that guy. And it was like no points. It was like one point in his last 20 games or something ridiculous. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I can bet this. I, I can't do it. I just physically can't, and of course he scores, gets an assist, and I'm just I, I felt like an idiot. You know, it's it's one of those things where you just trust it. It doesn't matter if the recent form and so I mean his his point prop's probably gonna be pretty bad to bowl alone, let alone the assist. Um I would assume it would be pretty nice plus money. I like that. But I do want to give a little bit of hesitation here. Again, this is this is that bad spot, right? Um Vancouver hasn't played at home since January twenty eighth. Um five game long road trip. This is always that bad spot, right? So I have a little bit of hesitation here and, and getting Detroit plus one fifty, knowing I'm probably gonna get Lyon, who's been the better goalie or who who so who, uh, he actually got injured in that game. So he's probably gone for a while now. But um I don't know. I, I kind of want to back Detroit, even though I I mean I know who the I know I know who the better team is, right? Like, yeah. Th- there's no question here. And I, and I agree that, you know, the, the, at some point this, the wheels are going to fall off with, with line as well, but he has been good. Obviously that Edmonton game was not, but that's Edmonton. And yeah, he, he, he came off the bench cold, you know, do the injury and stuff like that. So I, I don't really want to take too much stock into that game as far as his performance there. Um, but maybe I'll just back a couple of Detroit props just instead of taking the money line. Perron looks pretty good at five yeah. points in six games against them. Um, I don't know if Patrick Kane's going to be bettable at all, but maybe look at their um, Sprong's been pretty good recently, three points in three games. So those are a couple of guys you can kind of look at that are going to be, I would assume, pretty good value given the matchup, and I don't know, we'll, we'll see.
1: Yeah, no Hironic, too, hit his last game versus Detroit, his point and shots on goal there as well. So I like that. Uh, And then going off Perron, six of his last ten on the road. So that might be not a bad look if you're kind of looking to get some action on the Detroit side of things here. Any other plays for tonight here? No. Feel pretty good about what we got. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at um, to see when the next time the Islanders played too. Uh, Wa gave them a bag skate today, and I think the last time they did that, they came out on fire. So I don't know if they play Friday. Um, not sure. I'll have to check that out. But there's only one game on Friday, so they may they yeah. may have bag skates till Saturday. <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. No, they they don't play until Saturday. Um, no, they don't even play Saturday. Wow. So they're oh, shit. off for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bags. Yeah. Their, every ne- day. <laughs> their next game at home is the stadium series. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Hmm.
0: So back Maybe. the Islanders in that game, huh?
1: Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Plus 126. The line's already out. Hmm. Huh. So, yeah. All right. You guys want to shout out your socials?
0: Yeah, uh, Franco the Banker on Twitter.
1: And I'm GretzkyBetsky's on Twitter and part of the Parlay Science Discord. Awesome. As always, you can find me on Twitter at GatorBetting at our podcast at ExpectedBets4. We appreciate everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.